What up, everybody? Welcome into the Bourbon Buzzed and Ballin' Podcast. We are your hosts, Colby and Dutt, and we're going to talk all things sports, and of course, we're going to drink some bourbon. Yes, we are. Our favorite two things to do. That's right. Well, you know we always like to start off our show with an opening toast, so let's dive right into it. Let's dive. I think we got a lot of stuff we got to get to yeah. tonight. We uh, got some... Maybe Good. some crow to eat tonight. Yeah, I don't know if we got crow to eat, but nah, not really, not really. We, you know, we called uh, we called an upset over in uh, Notre yeah. Dame. Yeah, and, we uh, did call we, that one. We said that uh, very well could be, uh, you know, Alabama having to go into LSU. Yeah. No, I no thought, easy task. I think they. I thought think, we would pull that one out personally, well, I, but I think Alabama talking about Alabama going into LSU leads into uh, your opening toast. Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Brian Kelly some props on an open toast. Um, I'm I think that was very ballsy. I, hey, I, it was the right decision. It was. It, it was, was the right decision. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up that decision in a little bit later part of this this podcast right. in another uh, segment that we like to do. But okay. but yeah, I'm gonna toast you, Brian Kelly. That was a uh, that was a good call, man. That was I was I was impressed. I didn't. I didn't see that coming at the time. I think he said his defense was tired and he was worried about extending it. And I mean, it was he just, just felt like it was the right time to do yeah, it. Yeah, man, he he earned his stripes in that one. He earned my respect. Okay. Yeah, and uh, just a couple of other things I was going to mention for the opening toast. Sports world lost <clears throat> lost a few more people this weekend. Ray Guy, uh, first punter ever in the Hall of Fame, first yeah. punter to be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. I mean, he changed the position. First punter uh, I ever thought about yeah, as a kid, I mean, yeah, you know, Ray and, Guy. And now the the best punter in college football gets the Ray Guy Award. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it, uh, tremendous career what he did. Vince Dooley, you know, talking college yeah. football, Vince Dooley, long uh, career at Georgia, uh, you know, both coaching and, and, and administrative. Um, he passed away at 90, won the 1980 National Championship with Herschel Walker. Yeah. Um, then you got John McVeigh, uh, who was basically the executive architect of all those 49ers right. Super Bowls. Uh, and Sean McVeigh's <clears throat> grandfather. Yeah. Uh, who's currently coaching the Rams. Uh, another thing that uh, I forgot about it until I, I uh, saw that he had passed away, but he was coaching the Giants during the, uh, the, the Joe Pisarchek, Larry Zonka fumble. That Herm Edwards scooped up to mm. run in for the, the, the game when he touched the snap. That's why everybody now takes a knee instead of handing the ball oh, off. Oh, yeah. yeah he I, was the, I remember the highlight of yeah, that he for was, sure. He was the coach uh, that called that play. <clears throat> and uh, So, anyway, those those guys passed away. They're going to be missed. Uh, condolences to the family. But uh, So, let's just raise our glass to them and to, to Brian Kelly for – Yeah, kiss my ass, Brian <laughs> Kelly. Good Cheers. call. It was. Cheers. Cheers. I gotta remember what I'm, what I'm drinking, because sometimes I take too big of a drink, <laughs> it makes me choke. You oh, know, I, I, thought, I thought you were saying that you didn't remember no, what forget, you poured. You know, I look at it, I'm like, hey, sweet tea, boom, we're taking a drink. <laughs> but, but no, I'm sipping on a little Ezra. Okay, some Ezra I, Brooks. I'm gonna do the Brooks, the Ezra Brooks '99. Okay, giving it another shot. Yeah, I don't remember how we rated it. Uh, it I, wasn't great. I think it was either a two <laughs> or a three. Oh, was it that good? Yeah, it wasn't a one. We didn't we didn't brown bag it. Yeah, one of them we I don't remember. Well, 
<clears throat> At any rate, what you sipping on? The Ezra Brooks. Actually, we rated both of them a mixer. We gave a them mixer? both twos. Yep. All right. I am actually on uh, some Heaven Hill bottled, bottled in bond. Okay. So, you know, I saw you grab that 99 proof. I had to one-up you. Yeah. And get that 100 get proof. Get the 100. <laughs> I almost grabbed that uh, bottled in bond, that Heaven Hill. Well, I was, yeah, I was over there looking around, trying to decide what I wanted to, to drink with tonight's show. And I almost grabbed a Willet. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I always, I, I mean, usually, you know, it's one of my go-tos on the show or or the rabbit hole. And I was like, ah, I've done those on a couple of right, shows already. Right. So I wanted to do something different. So I, I grabbed a Heaven Hill bottle and bond, and it, it, it's a good one. I don't think we ever rated it. I don't think so uh, either. But uh, we'll, we'll have to. <clears throat> this do. one's, this one's, this one's pretty good this time around. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. <coughs> scumbags, let's, man. Let's let's turn to the scumbags. I'll let you start with with your scumbag. Oh, okay. You want me? Because I first. I might get on a rant when I start talking about mine. All right. Well, my scumbag of the week, and let me preface this scumbag of the week. I'm not talking about personal. Most of our scumbags of the week are more of a character assassination, right, right, right. not really by us, because they've assassinated themselves. My scumbag of the week is not necessarily he's a scumbag, but he number one he pisses me off. <laughs> Pete Golding, D.C., defensive coordinator of Alabama. Right. How in the hell do you not expect either a rub route or some kind of route to the corner, to the pylon, at the goal line? And, you know, I saw – Have you watched that play over and over? But I also saw the exact same play used in two of the football NFL games. I was watching this weekend. Exact same play. I watched that play over and over. Alabama was in man. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I understand pre-snap. Man press, show it. But why in the hell did we not switch off from man press to more of a zone? He expected Jordan Battle to cross over traffic and still get to that pylon and stop that play. That is ridiculously stupid, Pete Golding. If you didn't expect it, we expected it. It reminds me of uh, another game we lost with had. Big implications. Yeah, but you know, at least that was a pick. Yeah. These weren't even picks. Right. He expected our free safety, who we've already seen can't cover in sh- in a in a phone booth. I mean, Jordan Battle is okay on a long pass. He's a good uh, he's a good tackler, but he is not a man for man type cover right. guy. And you're gonna have him run around traffic. To try to make that play. Pete Golding, that's unfucking acceptable. You're my scumbag of the week. Now, I'm not advocating firing him. Right. But yeah, dude, I, might, I might later in the episode. <laughs> dude, dude, come on, man. If you're going to be there, I can think of other names right now that I'd rather coach go for. Pete, mm-hmm. come on, dude. That's, okay. that's terrible. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna, and that, you know, on piggybacked off of. Not making any adjustments in the Tennessee game. Zero adjustments. So zero adjustments. He, you're garbage, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen Fine Bomb Show. You know, p- people called into the Fine Bomb Show and just railed on Golding. And mm. Golding's dad called in crying, right. man. Have you seen that? Yes. Well, this is why, Mr. Golden. This is why. Well, it's funny you mentioned calling into the Fine Bond show. Oh, I helped you. I led you, you in, you, didn't I? You opened up the door for my scumbag of the week is uh, Mr. Paul Fine Bond. 
he's uh, you know really had a lot to say this week about Nick Saban and uh, basically said he's wasted the careers of Bryce Young and Will Anderson. So winning a national championship, Heisman Trophy, Defensive Player of the Year, countless <laughs> other awards. Both are fixing to be top five, maybe top three picks in the NFL. That's wasting their career. Can you say overreaction? You know, I got four words for Paul. Shut the fuck up. You're a shock jock. You've turned Fine in. Mom, you've that's turned, it. I used to have some respect for you know Paul. You, he he's he was got into the position he's in because of his journalistic abilities sure. early in his career. Right. But now, like you said, he's become a shot. He's he trying just, to be Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless, Danny Cannell. They all want to, hey, look at me. Look at me over here. I want the attention on me. I'm a TV star. I'm not, you know, I'm not writing for a newspaper or anything like that anymore. Uh, he so, makes these statements just for shock value. He Whatever fits his agenda. You know, if it fits his agenda to, talk, to kiss Saban's ass, that's what he's going to do is kiss his ass. But now that he sees that opportunity, how many times has he written – uh, Alabama off. Oh, how many times is so? We're being written off right now. Which Absolutely. we're going to finish this show up. Yeah, talking with, about with the, our final segment is going to be talking about the Alabama is the dynasty, dynasty dead. over? Is it dead? I mean, did you see what uh, Kiffin said about Feinbaum? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's he's he, he created a new term, goat fuel. No, I didn't see the yeah, goat yeah, he, fuel. He said, he said, he said. Oh, well, I did see what he said, but he, I didn't He hear. told Paul to shut up. Yeah, you you're know. just riling him up. Yeah, and you're just giving him the goat fuel because every time somebody says something, it just fuels well, him to. They wrote us off after we got beat 44-16 to 16 to Clemson, yeah. who supposedly was the standard, much like they're talking about Georgia right. as the standard now. Georgia, it takes a lot more than one I mean, bottom, to become a standard. Bottom line. Every recruiting class that Nick has had has still left with a natty. Sure. Um, you know, that, another thing Kiffin said after he was talking about the gold fuel was, how many times does Saban have to prove you wrong before you'll just shut up? Yeah, just shut up. <laughs> Everybody, just shut up. I mean, what? I, what's the record? What was the record? I forgot already. It's ridiculous. What? Are, what is that, our 18th or 19th loss? No, twenty-seven. He's one eighty-five and twenty-seven. <laughs> this is the first. This is only the second time since two thousand and ten that we've lost. We've had two losses yeah. before the Iron Bowl. Exactly. And we'll we'll get to more of that at, nah, at the end of, at the end of the show. When, I say when we, we skip everything now <laughs> and just jump into it because I'm I'm mad. Well, I'm, uh, well, I'm fueled about we'll, this we'll, combo. We'll we'll get to that. We'll All get right. to that. So that those are our scumbags. scumbags. You know, and I. I I think we picked a couple of, uh, Golding, of worthy recipients. Golding, I'm not talking about you personally, but as a D.C. dude, you're, you're at scumbag level as a D.C. Well, with got, all that talent. He, yeah, he's got to be hanging on by – you know, and he also had the DUI last year. So, I mean, he, all that he's talent. got to have a short leash, I would think. All that so, talent. All right, well, let's just uh, get off the scumbags and let's, let's come in hot. Talk about talk about a few other topics before we really dive into some some pro and college football. All right. You know, I, obviously everybody knows the Astros won the World Series uh, <coughs> in impressive fashion. You know, Game Four, 
the combined no hitter, only second no hitter in World Series history. Yeah, impressive. The Astros. Dusty Baker's first World Series. Yeah, his, I didn't realize that. I know. I mean, he, he you would have thought that he he was won multiple, uh, but yeah, his first one. So you know, that that's two more people that we could have toasted. You know, Dusty and the Astros. So you know, that was my first first well, player, but, Dusty Baker. First player, what? That was my first baseball player that I ever idolized, Dusty okay. Baker. Well, let's go ahead. We, we we usually don't do a second toast, but oh, we're toasting Dusty. Let's toast Dusty and the Astros. Right. Cheers, Dusty. Cheers. Yeah, because I mean, you talk about a, the longevity <coughs> of his career as a as a player, a manager. I mean, it's it's, it's impressive. Yeah, and uh, did it all with, with a toothpick in his mouth. I think he goes to bed with a toothpick <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> what else you got? Well, you got college basketball tipped off yesterday, Boom. so you know we're, we're not going to talk a lot about it because really had the, it was really a lot of just you the, might as well call them exhibition games. The but, Duke uh, Blue Devils Coach Kalis season. Coach Kalis kicks off. Yep. It, it it tipped off and and they they look good. Got some. So we'll 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 let college basketball get get going you know a little bit before we really start talking Ooh, more about it. gonna be it. tough. USA is. UNC um, gonna be tough. What about Daniel Snyder? He's finally come to his senses. Perennial scumbag of the of of the minute. Yes, yeah. He, he uh, it has come out now that he's gonna sell the team. Thank you. Yep. You got to go. Yes. Uh, you know, I heard some interesting names. Uh, Bezos. Uh, mm. uh, Amazon. Right. Uh, him and Jay Z. Matthew McConaughey. All and, right, all right, uh, all right. Yep. Um, they need so, some name cachet. You well, know, that, they were talking about this being a group. But there was one other name, and I can't think of who it was now, uh, that was also involved in that group. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think uh, I don't think old Jeff Bezos would have any, any problems securing the, the funds <laughs> to buy. You know, and they're saying it's probably going to be $7 billion. So. All right. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Oh, uh, of course, we talked a little bit about the LSU Alabama. You know what? They had another another uh, storming of the field. Another storming of the field, yeah. And the SEC did, even before that game, had announced that they put together a committee to try to come up with solutions solutions to, to curtail this because it's, it is a safety issue. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, it was great. The fans could be involved in it and rush the field and feel like they were really a part of it. And, mm. But now, college football's business now. It's professional football. It's, yeah. it's not like no, it used to be. It's changed. Uh, you know, I, I did come up, you know, the, I, I said last week or the week before, you know, make, have the, the, the home team or the winning team have to forfeit yeah. the win. Yeah, penalize I came up with another alternative also is just don't let Alabama play on the road anymore. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be our nemesis this yeah. year. But uh, what else you got coming in high? What did we talk about, Frank Reich? No, I mean he got shit canned. He did forty thirty three and one, three and five this year in a season where we kind of thought. Yeah, I, I mean the Colts were going to be. I had them. I had them going to the AFC Championship. I know. Uh, you I know, know, I thought with with the upgrade of uh, Matty Ice over Carson Wentz with the, everything they had around them. How about the choice on Jeff Saturday right out of the blue? And now he just announced a 30-year-old offensive coordinator just a little bit ago. That's a shocker. That is crazy. But, I mean, I, I like Saturday. I think think it's got some potential. Well, and it, it goes deeper because, really, the Colts, 
they 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 have struggled to find their way ever since luck yeah shocked them with his retirement sure. you know and they've tried to do these these stopgap veteran you know they brought in Philip Rivers right that didn't work they brought in Carson Wentz that didn't work they brought in Matt Ryan that didn't work at some point you've got to draft a quarterback and develop right yeah and they failed to do that, and they're paying Most for it. Most success they had was during Peyton Manning. So, so now, you know, now I'm almost wondering if this Jeff Saturday hire is almost tanking so that they do get one of the top quarterbacks. <laughs> Not allowed to tank. Well, but this is a way that they can <laughs> accomplish it without trying. <laughs> right. So, uh, do we want to talk Kyrie Irving? I mean, he's a scumbag. He is, and, you know, really. Not only, you know, I, I saw today he may never even, you know, some GMs are saying he'll never play in the NBA again. But also these, all these other guys that are jumping to support him, it's not a good look for, you know, right. Ed Reed, Cole Beasley. Uh, there was another one that came out today. Um, Anti-Semitism, it's, a, it's an ugly look. I, I mean, mean, it's... You know, I don't, you know, any any kind of judgment, any kind of hatred. There's no place for any of that. Yeah, well, they they slapped him with a, with some with some rules that he has to meet for him to come back. Right, I mean, and that, I don't want to go through them. Well, I mean, but, and that's why they said that he may never play again because the, no, they don't think he'll ever accomplish no, he's, those he's rules. He's stubborn enough to not even do them, and who right. cares? I mean, the NBA is and and the the, the Nets they're. They're better off without you, Kyrie. Yeah. We're all better off with, without you trying to steal some limelight, like A. Brown, Antonio Brown. Right. I mean, we're all better <laughs> off without you, man. I, I mean, even Adam Silver, the commissioner, he's Jewish. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That, be gone, Kyrie. Who cares that you got good handles? Nobody cares no right. more, dude. You're a horrible well, person. Well, I mean, how much has he played in the last – Couple of years. I mean, you know, between he's a good ball player, but he's a horrible person, man. He anyway. Yeah. Joey Logano. Yeah, one NASCAR. NASCAR news. Yeah. You know, sport that I don't really care nothing about. You know, honestly, but I mean, we live here in NASCAR mecca. Right. Right. Joey Logano. I thought this was interesting. He he's in the twenty two car, and he won in two thousand twenty two. So That's the first time to ever a premonition. You yeah, think? ever been accomplished. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, and, uh, uh, San Diego State they announced that they're going to be joining the Pac-12. Uh, so they still need to be still need to find one more team once USC and UCLA leaves if they want to maintain 12. Uh, so we'll ooh that that conference West Coast football is ugly. It's going to get even better, ain't it? <laughs> going to get ugly. It's going to be Oregon's going to feel like Clemson. They're going to be all by themselves. themselves. Of course, this year, uh, Clemson, uh, Mm. UNC might have something for Clemson this year. I think they do have something for Clemson. That'll be interesting. We'll have to see what's going on there. Sweet. What else we got coming in high? Is that everything? I mean, that's that's the highlights, I think, of of anything. Yeah, I mean, the Bucs finally lost in the NBA, but they're still leading the way 9-1. Bruins and the Knights are leading the way in NHL with 11-2 records, which is pretty impressive, you know, yeah, good this starts. far into the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's about all I have for coming in hot. Let's just uh, jump right into some NFL. Yeah. Thursday night, the Eagles remained Houston. unbeaten. Houston gave them a little challenge. Yeah, and I, you know, I, 
I still I'm not sold that the Eagles are just head and shoulders better than everybody else. Yeah, but man, their schedules I, their schedules pretty conducive to you know, up to this point they've played the 31st yeah, easiest schedule <coughs> or yeah. hardest or whatever you want to call it. So they haven't played anybody. No, and I mean and it, and it doesn't get any harder. Right, yeah. moving on. It, I mean, yeah, you think wise, I mean they got I think they finished with your G-man at the end. And what's interesting though is is let's just hypothetically say that the Eagles are 15, 16, and 0. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do with the starters? Are they going to play for the undefeated? Oh, or are absolutely. they going to rest their starters? No, play. But I don't see them going undefeated because they still got to go to Dallas. They got to right. go to the Giants. I mean, they and and there's always upsets. And there is. There they've is. been they've been letting a lot of teams <clears> hang <throat> close. I, I, if they were in the AFC, I would say they're fourth or fifth best team in the AFC. Really? Because I would still put. Kansas City ahead of them. I would still put Buffalo, depending on what happens with Josh, with your boy, with Josh Allen's elbow. Yeah, I would put Miami ahead of them. I think they're on par with the Dolphins and to me. Possibly the Ravens. Defensively, they're pretty tough. Th- th- that's the problem with the yeah. Dolphins. They, they they got to fix that defense. Yeah. The Ravens improved their defense. And the Ra- yeah, they made a hell of a trade. They, they improved and, and, their the, and the Dolphins did trade. The- to get Chubbs, so yeah. that is going to help their defense. They're they're probably on the back end, but uh, but you know I I listened to some some info and read some stuff. Chubb Chubb's not elite. Well, if you if you go by pass pass rush win rate, he is. But if you go if you just want to go by total sack, if you're looking at yeah, but yeah, you know he does the things that 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 affect the play that don't get show up in the stat book. I mean, I'm he, not saying he's not good. I right, just, he actually just don't got, know that he he's actually elite. got the third best pass pass. That's that's a tough one to say. Pass rush win rate win rate. I yeah. got you. So pressures. Um, yeah, pressure. He basically, basically does a lot of pressure. and he's he's only he's only behind. Uh, uh, shoot, who Vaughn that? Miller. And, who's and the top guy? well, uh, Watt. No, I think Watt. It's here. one of the Bosa's then. I yeah, mean, I think it's, it's Bosa. Um, Joey Bosa. But uh, but yeah, I, I thought that was interesting because watching the game Sunday, I was like, he didn't really jump off the page at me. But then I saw the PFF said he he had like a thirty three percent win rate, which was actually tops for mm-hmm. the for the weekend, and. Uh, yeah, but that's just one week, though. I swear I saw. But it. for the season, no, he's top five. Okay, well because maybe the Dolphins now have two top five, right? Because Jalen Phillips is also. Sure. I he's... think I think Chubb was three and Phillips was yeah, four. Yeah, Phillips is balling. So, it, it, you know, if they can, if they can. Well, my Vikes are seven and one. Your Vikes are looking good, and they're winning games that they were not winning last year. They were losing single digit games. And now this year they're actually putting games away, and they were they were at least ten to fourteen points better than Washington, but there was some BS plays that kept Washington in that game. But Vikings are looking pretty good. Um, you know the goat. He the reached, goat reached a couple of milestones. The goat did some goat stuff. Hundred thousand passing yards. Yeah. But and also, despite wide receiver issues, you know, drop balls, yeah. Mike Evans. I mean, yeah, he. I mean, he hit he hit Scotty Miller in the face for a touchdown. Zone, yeah. I mean, the goat the goat was doing some stuff, and so you want to talk about him struggling in a season with Aaron Rodgers struggling in a season? The goat is still out goading 
Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's embarrassing Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers looked terrible. He yeah. threw two red zone interceptions. I mean, they called a beautiful play to throw it back to their offensive tackle. <laughs> wide open. Under Rodgers under, under throws it by six yards. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah, I mentioned Brady had a couple of milestones. One was reaching 100,000 passing yards, but the other one was now he's the most sacked quarterback in NFL history. But of course, yeah. I think that goes more to his longevity sure. than it does anything else. Yeah, no, he's he's been a magician on avoiding stuff, and he's got such a he's got such a quick quick release, and you know he just has avoided a lot of sacks. But yeah, definitely uh, the Rams are in trouble. You know their offense is just horrible. You know I think the the elbow issue is clearly affecting Stafford. Yeah, well, speaking of elbows. Yeah, right, right. My I, I tried to. Uh, I, I've tried to do some research they're, all the way up. They're they closed-lipped about yeah, it they, today. I thought they were getting some info back today. Yeah, they they just saying they're evaluating the UCL, which that's that's a scary. I I saw the play happen and yeah, I immediately he, knew he. And then the next play, I see him. Yeah. Grab his elbow and flex in his hand. So you know that's clearly going to. And that's huge. I mean that that, that is, is a team. There's two teams. That are very dependent. highly dependent on their quarterback, and that's the Bills and the Ravens. Yeah, uh, so much of their offense goes through. Yeah, you I might mean, even want to put the Eagles in that mix too. Really? Yeah, but I, I think the Eagles can survive. Could survive with another quarterback more so. I just don't see the Bills because they have no running game. No zero. I think they don't choose to have one though. Yeah. They just don't choose to have and, one. And the Ravens' running game is their quarterback. Right. So, I, of course, now when, when Lamar did miss some games, that Huntley kid behind him did a good Lamar Jackson impersonation. Yeah, I mean, he's a Lamar-esque type quarterback. Right. But, sure. uh, but the Bills, I just – I don't see them as Super Bowl contenders if, if this elbow injury is serious. Well – we talk about serious, but I mean, did you see the last play of the game? Yeah, he still he throws a seven yards. seventy. <laughs> he still threw a seventy yard dart well, that Davis should have caught. Right, right. But what they're saying though, what it could affect is is not necessarily the, the strength, accuracy. but the accuracy, yeah. which you know that for a quarterback in the NFL, yeah, that's 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 more important than arm strength. Uh, well, you know, I know that Josh Allen injury helps our fantasy league because I know a lot of people, a lot of people know my team relies heavily on and, Josh Allen, and, and, much and, like the Bills do. And man, you were matching up this weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I already have to play you with one one running back less. Yeah, but you get Chubbs back. Yeah, I mean I do, but I mean I'm I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Right. Unless I pull off a trade, there's a trade in the works. <laughs> But, yeah, that AFC East is, to me, by far the best division in football. Yeah, yeah, it's entertaining. And, uh, like I said, uh, you got the Bills at 6-2, and two, and then you got both the Dolphins and the Jets at 6-3. and three. Now, if the Bills lose Allen for any length of time, that, yeah. that opens the door for those the Jets, and the Bills, I yeah. mean, the Jets and the Dolphins to, to take control. It, it's going to be interesting to watch. That's You know, I hate that for Josh. Uh, because he was, you know, he, MVP type he, caliber. You know, on an MVP season, had his team, you know, considered to be 1A or 1B. 
I think no, league. I think no information right now is is bad news. Yeah, usually, yeah, usually yeah, it would be that yeah would be. that they're. I think they're getting maybe like a second or third opinion. Right. So I think it's bad news. Yeah, let's let's hope for the best though. <coughs> Speaking of running quarterbacks, <laughs> Justin Fields. Yeah. Your 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 trash bears. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to eat a little a little crow on the bears. The comment on the Bears, but I, I'm still sticking to my guns on yeah. Justin. I mean, he's running. Right. And, I mean, I think that's a good strategy by the Bears. I mean, well, run him but, until he figures out how to throw an accurate ball. Yeah, but. He out he, he had 50 yards more rushing than he did passing. Yeah. That's oh, not, yeah, I mean, he he was running. He looked like a running back. He didn't look like a run. You know, right. Lamar looks like a running quarterback. Sure. Justin looked like a running back. Yeah, I mean, he put up huge fantasy numbers, but not good NFL. Right. I mean, if you really look at it. Right. So, I mean, I, I but I'm, I'm, I still got to give props to the Bears for they're, they're a lot better. But I mean, everybody's a lot better than we originally predicted. Well, except for the ones we predicted to be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're making us not look so good this year. <clears throat> the Panthers continue cleaning house. I got rid of a couple more coaches. Yeah. So. What else? You got anything else you I was, to highlight? I, I think the last thing I wanted to say was, what about Sauce Gardner, man? Oh, yeah. He's, he is like Which maybe, I was a fan of his. Yeah, I was too, but who would ever guess that he might be top five corner in the league? Not rookie. Right. Just overall. Just entire right. corner. I mean, he's, a, he's a shut down corner. He's shut down, man. He is amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. So, I thought I'd throw him out there. Do you got any games to watch this week? I, I picked three. I got the Vikings and the Bills. Of course, you know. Might not be a good game yeah, now. Yeah, depending on what happens with Josh and his good elbow. for a Vikings fan. Right, right. But you got 7-1 and one versus 6-2, and two, two of the top teams, one from the NFC, one from the AFC. So, I got that as a game to watch. The Sunday night game is the Chargers against the Niners, and they both – but they both need wins. Yeah, they're both in desperate need of wins. Yeah. Um, and then the Monday night game I, I found intriguing because, uh, you know, the Commanders had your Vikings on the ropes. Uh, actually, the, the Vikings had to come back uh, yeah. from, from t- uh, 10 down. Yeah, but, you know, miracle throw to Curtis Samuel where our free safety trips over the referee. Right, right The right. back line official, you know, that was like a – an but the commanders reception. with Heineke in there, they've been playing better ball. So, yeah. you know, it, uh, it is in Philadelphia. So, I, I expect the Eagles to win. But I thought, it, you know, it might be an entertaining game nonetheless. So I like the Seattle-Tampa Bay game because Tampa Bay looks – it looked to me like Tom decided he was they were going to win. Yeah. And so, if Tom can keep that going and, and everybody else starts coming around – you know, I think that's a it's a big. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun game to watch because Tampa Bay's got to win. I mean, they need W's. Oh yeah, and Seattle's well, not in their division. They don't. No, their Two division more might garbage. Lock up that division. But hell, if they win, you know, a couple more games, I mean, I they say, can that cruise. Might, that might lock up exactly, the division. Exactly. So I like I like that game. Well, and speaking of that division, um, the Panthers are going back to PJ Walker. Oh, to, did to they announce that? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the Thursday night game. They get Darnold back though. Yeah, they they did they 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 they, they assigned him to or they brought him back. Yeah, and uh, but uh, because it's a uh, it's short preparation week. Right. The coach said he was going back with PJ Walker. So. Uh, I think we'll see Darnold in the second half. Yeah, or even Baker. But 
Yeah, Baker had a great second half, but the Bengals were up. Right, yeah. 42-7. to seven. I mean, they... I mean, the game I was think, over. It I was... think according to PFF, he had one... There was one blitz mm-hmm. in the second half. So, you could be misguided by his numbers thinking, oh, God, Baker's, right. Baker's figured it out. No, yeah, there's, there's, so. there's a difference between garbage time and That's right. game time. Yep. All right, well, let's move on into college then. Let's get it over with. And uh, it was a rough day for uh, the the Heisman, a lot of the Heisman contenders. I, I think, uh, you know, Hooker and Stroud were considered to be running away with the thing. And Stroud put up decent numbers, but he still, to me, didn't look good. He just yeah. looked so-so. Nobody's really stepped forward. Hooker definitely struggled with that Georgia defense. Bryce didn't. Bryce didn't look like Bryce. No. I mean, his some of his numbers were looked good, but over. I mean, he, he completed less than fifty percent of his passes. Yeah, he he didn't look comfortable. So, he didn't look comfortable at all. Corum, you know, he went over hundred, but it took him twenty carries. I mean, right. it wasn't. You know, I think I think now the door's open for Drake May at UNC. Yeah, Drake Drake May. I mean, if you look at quarterbacks, I mean, that's pretty much. I think we all know Heisman. It's usually a quarterback award. It's usually award. a quarterback award. I mean, I think Drake May he's clearly going to be on the top of the Heisman watch for next year. But, I mean, he's putting up Heisman-esque numbers. Right now, yeah. Caleb and UNC's playing good football. Right. And they got – I mean, what if they went out Yeah, they and take they have, the ACC? I mean – They have some big games in front of some big audiences. Yeah. So, you can't really rule him out you yet. Know, I think the door's open for him. I think the door's open for Williams at USC. Yeah. And – Pains me to say it, but I think Bo Nix is. Well, I mean, his name's been mentioned. I mean, you know, and he's doing it, throwing, <laughs> running, catching, a little bit of every. You know, he's, seemed like this podcast predicted him as a dark horse for Heisman <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast season for us. Right, right. I don't know who said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure either. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean he's not a he's not an Auburn anymore, so I, I can like I can kind of like him. Right, well, you know, it's like I said, he he usually comes up big in small games and comes up small in big games. Yeah, yeah that's so, true. You know, what did he do against Georgia? Yeah. So we'll see when when the, when the games mean more, right? How that works out for him. All right, let's jump into who you got in the playoffs or who your top four are. My top four are, are as as listed here. This is one through four. Georgia, one, clearly Georgia number Absolutely. one. Absolutely. After what they did at Tennessee. Yep. No that doubt. Was, that was impressive. It was. I mean, they they, they, <coughs> they laid a couple of stinkers. I mean, they haven't lost yet, but a couple of them were stinkers. I mean, yeah, Missouri. they had a couple bad games. But, uh, I mean, every championship team has a couple games like yeah, that. So, I mean, right now they are definitely above everybody else. Yeah, they manhandled Tennessee. Personally, okay. I I thought it was a pretty. I mean, they didn't win by a lot, but right. It just, oh, no, it, it just it, looked it was easy dominated. to me. Yeah, yeah it, it, was, it was easy. it was it was domination. Yeah. Uh, well, so, the commit the committee's got uh, Ohio State at number two. Now I got Michigan number and two. I, I do mean, too. We we disagree with the committee. Uh, I got Michigan number two, and I. I mean, if it wasn't for a Big Twelve team, I almost put TCU three. I mean. To me, Ohio just—I mean—they just haven't—they haven't been that impressive. I mean, the I mean, only their resume's garbage. Yeah, 
I mean, they got the one win at Penn State, which they didn't look great. They didn't look great. They looked terrible this weekend in Northwestern. I know the weather probably played a little bit of it, but Northwestern had to play in that weather too. And sure, absolutely. All you could do was, you know. They pulled away late. Yeah, I they mean, it was it late. was a tight game most of the game. And that was just that was just the Jimmys and Joes were just better. Right. And I, I'm with you. I I was tempted to put TCU three, but it's just. I guess it's that lack of respect for the, the Big 12. Well, yeah, I don't want my personal bias to come into this podcast either on, on the Buckeyes, but honestly, honestly, TCU could be – TCU has better wins. They do. But those wins are starting to fade. Yeah, because those, yeah, those other teams yeah. aren't, aren't continuing to yeah, win. exactly. So, I got, I got Ohio 3 and TCU 4. That's the way I ranked it. Tennessee, Tennessee's on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Oregon, with their resurgence, is on the outside looking in. But I feel dirty even saying that with as bad as Georgia made them look. Yeah. Of course, that was game one. I know. You know, it's still. like UNC is now playing some good ball, and they really should have lost to App. Yeah, yeah. No I doubt. mean, and, and how many? What they give up? Forty points in the in the fourth quarter, or fourth and it was, beyond, I, or yeah, it was something like it, it was, was like something. something like sixty something points combined yeah. scored in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so, I mean, their defense has gotten better and better and better, right. but better and better and better in the ACC is what right. I don't think it's much to brag on. But right. you know, they do have you know a, a top rated quarterback, you know, and. They're looking better. Yep. They're looking better. I mean, I and I personally think UNC wins the ACC. I think they're going to smack Clemson around. I can see Dabo making the quarterback move to yeah, save but, to mean, save the ACC. Klubnik hasn't exactly. No, he hasn't. Him. But I got more confidence in him than I do Uyungle. Yeah, DJ DJU's days are are done. I yeah. can see him maybe transferring because he's not ready for the draft. I mean, he might come out. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, but I haven't even heard his name mentioned. I don't even know if he's ready. If he's yeah, he came. He he came out the same year as uh, Bryce. Okay, remember him and Bryce were one yeah, A and one right. B. One and yeah, exactly. So yeah, he he's eligible. I could see him transferring. I can see him going to the portal. He needs a change. Yeah, he, he needs. Change he might need to go out to USC if Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, I don't know if he he might not be eligible. No, he was a true freshman last yeah, year. Yeah, he's just a sophomore, so he's got to be he's got to stay one more year. You know, I didn't even I didn't even look at you know I'm still I'm still kind of reeling from still in shock from losing you know from being out of the playoffs. Right. For the first we're not, time we're, in a few years, we, it's we, uncharted we, we've territory. We've never been able to say that before Thanksgiving, so we don't know, know what it feels like. It does it feels really weird? Feels really weird, so I, I kind of lost my steam a little bit on college football. I'm, I'm going to regain it. I'm going to regain it. So, I didn't really look at what – I mean, obviously, I know we're playing Ole Miss. Alabama Ole Miss. That's I got that game. because, you know, I want to see – have the players packed it in for the season. Yeah. I or hope, are they going well, or are they going to answer back yeah. and say, you know what, we're, we're going down swinging. Yeah, because, I mean, there's nothing to say LSU can't trip up. I mean, they still right. got to go to Texas A&M. And Arkansas. And Arkansas. Which, so, LSU which, can trip. Which, that was my second game to watch was LSU and Arkansas. Yeah, we're, do, we're huge Razorback have, yeah. fans this weekend. Well, does LSU have a hangover? You know, yeah. sometimes when you when you go all in on a game like that, that next game is a letdown. So, Absolutely. that's a game to watch. Washington and Oregon. Oregon, you know, we just talked about them. 
Yeah, the Huskies are Washington seven yeah, two. The Huskies are good. Now it is in Oregon, so you know home field advantage there. But um, Georgia and Mississippi State, you know Georgia too. They coming yeah. off, they have to go to Mississippi State. Um, Mississippi State six and three. Yeah, but you know Mississippi State. Dink and dunk. Yeah, you know, I mean, Georgia should handle plays them, right but, into Georgia's strength on but, defense. But, you know, like I said, I like to see, and, and I kind of titled my games to watch this weekend, how do they respond? Yeah, all right. You yeah. know, because, like I said, Alabama, how do they respond coming off that loss? LSU, how do they respond coming off that big win? Who's Clemson got this weekend? I did not put them as my as one of my games to watch. The only other game I had to watch was TCU because they've got to – They've got to keep winning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If TCU even stumbles, right? Tennessee's in, and TCU's yeah, out. Yeah. That's how and, I yeah, see Yeah. If it. TCU wants to keep Tennessee out of the playoffs, if Tennessee wins out, yeah, exactly, uh, they're going to have to keep winning, and they have to go to Texas, which I know Texas. You know, you never know what team's going to show up there, but they have to yeah, go to Texas this weekend. So. Uh, I've got that as a game to watch. So, Clemson's against Louisville. Yeah, I mean they, Louisville's defense. Louisville's defense is 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 decent. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because Louisville knocked off uh, Wake, and then of course Clemson finishes with South Carolina, and I really think the Gamecocks got something for them this year. Maybe. But but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'd like to see how Clemson responds. You know, to, to to stay on your theme. All right. Well. Is that it? That's all I've got on college football other than, you know, everybody wants to talk this week about the Alabama dynasty. Is it over? Has the rest of the college football world caught up with Alabama? Pump the great breaks just a little bit. I think so. Alabama's got two losses. One on a last-second field goal at a very hostile Neyland Stadium. On the road. Won by a two-point conversion in overtime. On the road. On the road in a very hostile night environment at Death Valley. Yes, I've heard Danny Cannell and others make the argument, yeah, but there are two plays away from being five and four. It's a good point, Danny, but I can make the point that they're two plays away from being, from being nine and zero. Nine and zero, exactly. So you know, and then Feinbaum said, "Well, Nick Saban hadn't won a championship in five years. He usually wins them every other year." But he's he's we won in twenty seventeen and twenty twenty. So if we win one next year, yeah, it's right there in that three year. And we just played for one last year. Right, exactly. I mean, you can't. I mean, I hate to say a cliche, you can't win them all, but you know what's a dynasty anyway? Right. And really, if you want to, if you want to judge a dynasty, it's it's based on wins and it's based on championships and longevity. And so, if 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 it's based on on that, then absolutely, we're still the dynasty. Yeah. We are still the standard. I realize Georgia's as good as Alabama right now. I realize they've recruited as good as us for the last three to four years. Yep. But they're they're equal to us right now. Right. They're, Clemson was equal to us. Clemson was. And what Ohio happened, State at one. What point. happened to Clemson? Right. And our dynasty so, was over in twenty eighteen. Talk to me when you've done yeah. it for four or five years, exactly. not two years. So And I don't mind. I mean, we've talked about this on our podcast that we like 
the parody. Absolutely. You know, Bama murder ball, it was fun. Right. Don't, don't get me wrong. It was fun every Saturday knowing that we were probably the best team in all phases. But that did get boring. Yeah, it, gets, it got it's boring. boring. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really did. And after six natties, it got really boring. Right. You know, well, I mean, so, we're still sitting at six in, in 13 seasons. So we're still almost averaging one every two years. <laughs> what program doesn't want that? <laughs> so, I mean, come on, man. And, and the people that – Georgia, for example. Okay, you are – you're the best team this year. Yeah. All right? You are the best team. But you've won two national championships since 1980. Yeah. Nick has done that in his time at Alabama times three. Yep. So, Clemson, Dabo, you know, you've won twice. And then you won in 1982? Something. <laughs> Something 82? like that. That sounds about right. So, you got three. Yeah. Nick is better than you times two. So, I don't I don't care if you think our dynasty's over. That doesn't matter to me because I really don't care about the dynasty talk. But what I know is we're going to be back next year. Right. We're still going to be a top five team preseason. Well, I mean, look at Nick's still pulling top recruiting classes. Yeah, we're number he, one right now. Number he, In every odd year, I found this interesting. So, 2019, we were first. 2021, we were first. Currently, 2023. We're ranked first. In the even years, we finished second. 2020, we were second. 2022, we were second. But that's five straight recruiting classes of either being one or two. So And we have five, five stars yeah, verbally committed right. now. And and you know, the 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 players that are kind of affecting the team right now were recruited during COVID. So recruiting was a little different. During that time, well, it's funny you bring you bring up our ranking in recruiting. So why are we struggling to reload? Why are we struggling to develop? Because we have gone into the transfer portal, and our best players over the last few seasons have come from the transfer portal. And I think it. I think and that. I think that relates back to Nick not being able to get in front of these recruits. Back in 2020. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think it relates to. This is what I think it relates to. It relates to Kirby Smart, Mario Cristobal, Billy Napier, Mel Tucker, Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkazian, <laughs> Mike Loxley, Butch Jones, Dan Lanning, Jim McElwain, Kurt Signetti, Charles Huff. Every one of these guys I just named are current head coaches. Yeah, and they're all program. great recruiters. They're all awesome recruiters that the GOAT – has had to replace. Yep. And if you don't think that this affects our development and the, the turnover that, that he has had to deal with, that's that's why we've delved, delved into the transfer portal. And that's why right now we don't look we don't look as strong. Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. Right. Well now you got NIL money also playing, you know, Texas AM can go out and buy the best recruiting class. You know, talking about winning championships, you get a team like uh, LSU with Joe Burrow, once in a lifetime. I mean, that team was stacked. You know, yeah, you can be consistently good year after year, but if one team pops up and is 
is yeah, I you mean, know, you hit a home run on Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, and then you threw in a transfer of Joe right. Burrow. I mean, that those three right there. I mean, two those two receivers can't even be covered in the, in the NFL. NFL, right? So I mean, that that was and, a home and, I run. Mean, they beat us by what? Oh, they they struggled to less beat than a, a hurt t- to less a, than a touchdown yeah. to a, to an injured quarterback. So and Devontae yeah, put on the best show of all that night. But let's pump the know, brakes a little pump, bit on the dynasty, the brakes, man. Yeah, and, and Alabama fans, we're the worst, man. We are the worst. I'm tired of reading. You know, the goat needs to retire. The yeah. goat, the goat needs to step down. You know. He 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 needs to retire when he when he decides he wants to. He's retire. earned that absolutely. He's earned. I mean, this the is right. only this is only the second time that we'll miss the playoffs since the playoffs were started. I know, and, how and the playoffs are about to expand. So you think we're going to miss any more playoffs? Exactly. Once they expand, think about this. We could easily be in if the expansion. We could easily oh, we be would, like the twelfth. Yeah, we would. We, we would be ten, would, eleven, or twelve. We would be, I mean, the committee's got us ranked ninth right yeah. now. Yeah, we if the if the playoffs were already expanded, we would we'd be in the playoffs this year. And who the hell wants to face a Bryce uh, Young this year, Alabama at at ten, eleven, twelve seed? I mean, that would put us playing Ohio or right. TCU. Yeah. Tennessee again. Oh, TCU would want any any. No, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, pump the brakes. That that should be the the theme of this segment. Pump the brakes. You know, talking about this season, and and kind of what I was referring to on the the recruiting class three years ago. We only have one player on offense with a first round grade. Going, yeah. Going into the NFL draft. Yeah. Now I do think like a J.C. Latham will be a first round Potential. talent. You know, once he moves to left tackle next year and keeps keeps developing. Um, I think J. Mark Gibbs is a definite NFL talent, but running backs aren't really rated first round. No, I mean this it's a it's a crapshoot. None of the not. wide receivers right now are showing first round talent. So no. So we, it, looking at the team, you know, it's. <laughs> <clears throat> it does need an injection, mm-hmm. uh, and we are going to need this this year's freshman class that just came in last year's. Yeah, they're going to have to step up we next have year. Some receivers in that class that we expected more out of right. this year, and in, in terms of their development, that were no shows. Yep. So I mean, I mean, we could break down all the reasons that that we struggled this year. I mean, but. That could be another show. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, you know, 185 and 27, I think we all agree that we need some splash hires, and I don't know where the splash hires are going to come from. I definitely think uh, Bill O'Brien needs to go take over his own team, be yeah, a head coach. To, he needs to move on with and, his vanilla uh, offense yeah, and, and I, his predictability. Yeah, his wide receiver screens. Yeah, I mean, the dude has no imagination in in uh, pass game development and route trees. Our route trees are so boring mm-hmm. and predictable. And how often do we ever utilize the middle of the field right. with our with our with our uh, Play di- our diagrams. It's, yeah. it's embarrassing. I mean, Cameron Latou could have been a mismatch. Jamar, Jamar Gibbs, you know, a little, a little out and in back, you know, and, and catching him across and crossing routes. I mean, 
we can talk about this all yeah. day long. I mean, we did not have the over the over the top speed yeah, to no, take the top off. No, the I, I, I do think I, I definitely think we need to upgrade it at offense coordinator and possibly like we talked a little bit earlier, possibly at DC also. You know, as, as I like Golding better than I do O'Brien, but I, same same. But have have we seen his best? You know, it, I mean, it I, seems kind of like. They they kind of flatlined, and he he's not really shown an ability to make in game adjustments. And you know, if we are going to remain a dynasty, we may need to to upgrade both at OC and DC. Yeah, yeah, I'll be interested to see if we if we hear some names. But I definitely don't think I, I, that uh, we need to be talking about or not we, but that the media should be declaring the dynasty dead because this is about the fifth time or sixth time that they've declared it dead. Yeah. Uh, uh, so again, you know, shock jock stuff. And, and that's, that's relevancy. We're relevant because right. you're still talking about us. We're relevant because you're still storming, you're storming the, field the field when you beat us. You and still see the signs on game day. Yeah, we want Bama. We want Bama. I mean, I haven't seen any sign that says we want Georgia. No. We want Clemson. We're, it's we want Bama. We're, we're still the gold standard that everybody, every other program is measured against. Yeah, and, and you know, and Clemson stepped up. Georgia has stepped up. I mean, Tennessee, we're seeing – Tennessee's got a freaking but, rising star right. coach. And like I said, any team can do it for a year or two. Yeah, exactly. Talk to me when you've done it for half a dozen yeah, years. At least at least Georgia. I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like you're going to win back-to-back. Yeah. And, and they lost to us in what, 2020? Yeah, yeah. So, they, so, I mean, they – Georgia – Georgia's – to me, Georgia has – They've, they've, they've put matched. their foot forward more than Clemson did. I, I, I was going to say right now that, well, Clemson had two in four years. Yeah, but Clemson so. rode the coattails of, of, a, of a quarterback. Yeah. And then a freshman quarterback, number one. Right. Rec- you know, number, number one, one draft. draft yeah. Georgia I would has still, built theirs. I would from, still kind of put uh, – uh, until Georgia – if Georgia wins it this year, then they'll – That puts you even, Steve. Yeah, that gives them two. Yeah, and, but Georgia's – And Georgia would be two with one been, loss, and Clemson would be two with two losses. So, I – I'm still I'm still going to put you. Georgia on par with Clemson yeah, until I mean, I, I another year that, or two. But I mean I got I got Georgia with the eyeball test yep. and their recruiting and the fact that their recruiting is getting better and well, better. Well, they play in a, in a better conference and yeah, I mean I, I I get that. Jonathan Allen at the NFL level. Mm-hmm. I mean he's dominant. Mm-hmm. We haven't had it him and Quinnen. Quinnen. Quinnen was our Payne. Deron Payne, but Quinnen was our last dominant D. dominant D yeah. lineman. That's because that we've they've been had. going to Georgia and Clemson. I know, exactly. <laughs> we got to get back to that, man. Yeah. It, you build your program from the interior. Right. I mean, you remember Superman, Jonathan Allen, Superman tackle. I mean, Jonathan Allen was probably one of my favorite. Who does that? Bama players ever. Bama does. Bama does. <laughs> I mean, we just haven't had that kind of dog. Right. In well, a while. You know, I mean, I, I Will's we, a dog. I'm now saying, Will's a dog. I thought we were going to get it from Will in Dallas this year, but yeah. they really haven't. Well, Will's probably been double teamed and they, chipped, and if we would have had that, that Jonathan Allen or in or, or D Payne or or Q exactly. in the middle, 
where they couldn't double and triple the outside, then then yeah. Dallas Dallas didn't have the season I expected him to with Will getting the 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 the, 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 the whatever the word double is. team yeah, the, the attention the attention with Will getting the attention that he's gotten. I really felt like Dallas was going to be so unstoppable. Yep. But it didn't happen. All right. Well, let's put an end to this talk. The dynasty ain't dead. Not dead, man. Not I've, yet. I know it's all wishful thinking. Bama fans. I know it, it's bait click. Bama fans, don't jump. Don't jump. We're fine. We're okay, man. We're okay. Look at our recruiting. We're fine. There's a reason for, for this. And we've laid some of that out. I mean, it just – it was inevitable. And don't be spoiled. It ain't fair yeah. to the team it to is. all of a sudden be down on them with one loss or now two losses. It seems like every year – Yeah. Trust me, the, the coach knows. The unreal expectations that are put on these the, kids. The players know what's being yeah. said on social yeah. media. And Bama fans need to unite, man, and get behind this program because they have brought us – a tremendous amount of of joy over the last ten plus years that is unreal. And if you if you went to Al, if you were an Alabama alum like we are, and you saw the university change the way it has oh, yeah. since Saban has been there, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. So there's no reason to freak out. Right. We're not gone. Nah. We're not gone. We just we just decided to let a few other teams play this year. And and. When Nick does decide to retire in eight years and we bring in Lane Kiffin, it's going to be more the same. <laughs> it will be more the same, more exciting. Hold we're out, good, Lane. Man. Hold out, Lane. Stay at Ole Miss till you come to Bama. That's a, that's a, we're going to lay out a transitional plan <laughs> for all of this in another show because we've already talked about it. We got ideas. Just chill, Bama. Just chill. And the rest of y'all? I, I'm glad you, you're putting us, you know, burying us, putting dirt on our coffin. Goat fuel. That's goat fuel, baby. That's goat, goat fuel. Goat we'll talk fuel, next year. Poison. We'll talk next year when Bama's back in there. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up this part of the show and make our way over to the bar. We got a couple of Penelope's, Penelope's. over there that we're going to sample. And, yeah. and, and after we taste them, we're going to rate that shit. See you at the bar. Welcome to Colby's Bar. It's time for Rate That Shit. Looks like we got some nice ones today. Yeah, we got a couple of Pe Penelope's, and they're both about a $60 bottle of bourbon. I think the uh, the barrel strength's a little bit, you might have to pay you know, a few dollars more than, than the architect, but uh, like I said, they're in the $60 range. Now, these are both distilled at the MGP's Lawrenceburg, Indiana Distillery. But then they're aged at a place we've been, Bardstown. Bardstown. They're aged at the Bardstown Bourbon Company. Oh, how about that? Yeah, you remember they were telling us on the tour right. that, hey, yeah, we, we age for different people, but they wouldn't right. tell us who all it was. Well, this is some of what they're, they're aging at Bardstown. Okay. Kind of a little, I'm not going to get into the whole backstory, but Penelope was founded by a guy and his buddy. The guy was about to... Uh, him and his wife were expecting a baby. The baby's name, Penelope. He wanted to commemorate the birth by creating his own whiskey uh, to celebrate Penelope. And that's kind of how this brand was born. 
So I was going to say let's start with the architect, but I think we need to start with giving our yeah. rating system. Well, those of you watching, you can actually see the rating system behind me if you're listening. We do a rating system one through four. One is our low level. We call that one the brown bag. We don't like it. We're embarrassed you even are serving it to us. That's right. And we clearly won't invest in a, in a one. Number two for us, it's getting a little bit better, but... Might need, might need to spice it up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's a mixer so, for add us. Add something to it just to... It's not that great of a bourbon if you got to put some coke in <laughs> it, right. honestly. That's right. Number three, it's, it's, it's close. It's close, but to, to, to us, number three is on the rocks. We're going to drop a, a rock nice, in Nice, big, solid ice you know, cube that mm -hmm. slowly melts. So it chills the drink, maybe dilutes it ever so slowly, yeah. but not just... Yeah, if you got to, like, for us, our palate's usually somewhere around 90 to 100 proof. Right. And if you got a high proof bourbon, you might want to dilute it a little Just bit. Just a little bit, yeah. 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 And last but not least, the top for us is uh, number four. Yep. And that is neat. We just want to put that in maybe your favorite bourbon glass or or for me. You know, I like it in the, the Glen Cairn. In, in the Glen. You know, that's to me my favorite way to drink a bourbon. So why don't you All right. give us the run now? Well, let's start with the architect. So the Penelope no, Architect. Is the, this is the barrel. That's the architect. Oh, I, I, you've set them up here today. I usually My put. Bad. No, that, just leave them where they are because oh, okay. we've got them poured. Um, I usually go lower proof to higher proof. I didn't even think I about the you. fact that you set it up and we didn't even talk about which one we were going to do first. All right, so this one's the architect. All right. So we're going to start. We're going to go left. We'll go My left, left to right uh, this right. time. So we're going to start with the architect because <laughs> it's 104 proof. I say we're going to start with the lower proof. And the 104 proof is the lower proof of the two we're drinking tonight. Right, right. Um, so we're going to start with the Architect. It's a it's a four grain mash bill that is finished with French oak staves. Like I said, it's a uh, 104 proof, about 60 bucks. It's got 75% corn, 15% wheat, 7% rye, and 3% malted barley. They age it for anywhere from anywhere from four to five and a half years. And your aroma should be a, a sweet candied cream and floral with a hint of creme brulee. Creme brulee. You getting any of that? I'm definitely getting the floral. Yeah, the floral. The, the sweetness and the floral. Mm-hmm. I can I can detect a little vanilla spice in there. I don't know about well, creme brulee. Well, but. you say vanilla, and, and I was just about to mention the taste is supposed to be a rich vanilla uh, with a lingering heat. Okay. I'm glad you pointed out to me which was which because I would have been describing the wrong bottle. Interesting. It I, is. It's got. It does have a lingering heat. Got yeah, it definitely has a lingering heat. It's got the nice hug. Mm -hmm. I get a good hug from it. Um, it's not quite as as. Spot on description as, as Old Forester, but no, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. I get I'm, the vanilla, I get the heat. Didn't really get any cream brulee. No cream brulee for me either. It's it's spicy. It's got some spice to it. I don't. You know, man, I was so looking forward to the architect. Uh -oh. I mean, it's 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 good. It's good to me. I'm getting, 
I'm getting the vanilla on the back end for sure. Right. Um, not a lot of complexity to it to me. I mean, it was like it kind of came in peppery. Yeah, that, that's spicy peppery. That, I, I was trying to put put a word to it, and peppery is, is a yeah, good description. It's, it's, it's spicy peppery with a nice medicinal hug up front, and then it it slowly dissipates and finishes a little vanilla and sweet. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much viscosity or viscous to it, you know, like it didn't coat my mouth. It's not, to me, it, it wasn't as impressive as an old Forester. Right. Um, so where are you at? Two, three? No, I'm, I'm definitely gonna gonna fall at a three on that one. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna fall at a three. Okay. It's a solid three. It it it's teetering for me just because I'm not that fan of the the spicy or the peppery. Um, now this one I bought on on the secondary in South Carolina. Okay. And it was eighty. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, I, I I wasn't sure uh, yeah. what you paid for it, and I just looked up at the ABC prices. Yeah, no. And they were sixty at the ABC it the was, retail. It was ABC in South Carolina. Oh, okay. I, I was down there golfing, gotcha. and I passed it, and and so it was eighty bucks. So I'm a little disappointed. Right. In the price point slash taste. Yeah. Um, I'm going to defer to you on that one. I'll, I, we'll, we'll give that one a three. We'll, we'll call that one a, on the rocks. You know, I've been watching some, I've been watching some really guys that I value as high, high ranked tasters. Mm -hmm. And they really like the Penelope line. So I was really excited about this mm -hmm. Penelope line. But to be honest with you. These would probably these will probably sit in my collection because I could see myself going to the old, old Forester right. Statesman, which is cheaper mm -hmm. and a little bit better flavor and a better flavor. Yeah, you know, a lot more complex. I agree with you. I mean, the, it's a good good to have in your collection. And this one's a hard one to get a hold it's of. It's a good one to share with your uh, with your company yeah. if, if they if they want to try it. I jumped on that as soon as I saw right. it because of. It's difficulty in finding the architect. Right. And so, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm what? So the, the Penelope architect, we're going to give it a three. We're yeah. going to call that on the rocks. So now let's move on to the barrel strength. Now this is uncut and non-chilled. It's 115.2 proof. Wow. It's also a, a four grain mash, uh, but it's a little bit, uh, actually that one says 0.8. The one on their website said point two, so that one is actually now this, a little higher. This one I think was a store pick. Okay, that's why it's a little, a little bit higher, a little bit different because okay. this one is a Catawba select, County, County select. select. Okay, yeah, so that's why you I know, bought this one. Catawba County usually does yeah, good on their selects. Yeah, exactly. So okay. we we uh, we live in and around Catawba County, North Carolina, and. You know, we frequent a couple ABC stores in Catawba County. Matt works at <laughs> Colby, excuse me, works in Catawba County, so. Oh, I thought you were saying I worked at the ABC store. <laughs> no, I'm just there every day. They, I don't get a paycheck. <laughs> well, they think you might as well give him a paycheck as often as he's there. No, he works in Catawba County. Right. So, yes. Catawba County, you know, they, they do have some really they, good picks. They, their barrel selects. Uh, I have not been disappointed. You know, we've had the old, the the old soul. We've had the Southern Star, uh, a couple of the other Catawba Valley selects, and they have been very good. Now, so I, I paid big for this one too. Okay. So together, both of these were about 150, 160 bucks. Okay. So 
Um, you know, I would expect a little. Yeah, bit. retail, like I said on on the on the ABC website, retail was uh, sixty two dollars for this one. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what you, what you personally paid. It, you know, it's going right. to vary, especially if you go to a state that it's not controlled. Yeah. Uh, they can they can price it whatever they want to. So factor that into our rating system because that that kind of affects yeah a yeah. little how yeah, I if, rate if, stuff. Yeah, the, the more you pay, the more you expect. Exactly. You know, it's like a steak. You don't want to pay $50 for a, right. for a food line steak. Uh, so 115, like I said, this one's 0.8 proof. Uh, typically, if it's not a select barrel, it might be a, a 115.2 proof. It's also a four grain. The mash is a little bit different than the architect. It's only 74% corn and 16% wheat. So you had that one extra percent of the wheat in this one. Uh, this one's aged anywhere from three and a half to five years. You're supposed to get a caramel and maple syrup. Mm, I'm getting uh, definitely some maple, maple syrup. So, so this, you, you said you were looking nose. forward to the architect. This was the one I was looking forward to when I, when yeah, I saw this, the, the aromas and tastes. This one's definitely got a good nose to it to me. Yes, it, this one's it doesn't have, it doesn't have that, doesn't have that spicy smell. This one's got better legs. And then when I like the color of that one, yeah. But this one's got better legs, better nose. Now your, your taste is supposed to start out with some cinnamon and maple syrup, and then again have that lingering spice and heat on the back end. Yeah, definitely, definitely mapley, vanilla. Is that a word? Vanilla. Milly. Milly vanilla, <laughs> definitely Milly vanilla, mapley on the back end. A little spice, a little kick to it. I don't get 115 proof out of that. That's really no. I had fun. I had more heat off of the architect than that's I real did. Peppery. Yeah, and that's probably why. <clears throat> I like this one better than the architect, mm -hmm. but I'm still. It's still not a four for me. It's still not up there with. The ones we've been giving forest to the old foresters, the that's good though. The chicken cock. I definitely like, I definitely like this one. This one is definitely my favorite of the two. Absolutely. Um, that is a really smooth. It is smooth, especially at one hundred fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a solid three. I would, you know, if we did a, if we did a point, it would be higher than three, mm -hmm. three for me. Right. But I definitely think if you can get a hold of this barrel strength. Yeah, we might have to expand our rating system because a lot of times we do struggle between the two Let's, numbers. Yeah, that that I, jump, I already uh, changed it to our socials. Well, but, that uh, jump from that jump from on the rocks to the three to, to the four to the four. Yeah, yeah that's a, I, a lot of times I want to. Say, oh, that's a three and a half, you know, but we don't have a three and a half. I want to make, I don't want to just give fours out, like, just generously, but... Here lately, we've been I giving mean, them pretty good. But yeah, like I said, I mean, to me, these, this was, this was a, uh, this would have been between a two and a three, and this one would have been between a three and a four. But, yeah. but I'm going to go just three with both of them. Three across both of them. Both, both of them. <laughs> we're, we're kicking We're just making up words tonight. Grammar, yeah, all these hundred proof bourbons. vanilla -y. This was more vanilla -y. Very peppery. Um, I don't know. I, I like this one. They're both expensive. This one by the barrel strength. 
Yeah, this is the <laughs> barrel. Yeah, I like the barrel strength. Um, they're very, both are very expensive, you know, in terms of bourbon. Yeah. Like, they're more of a collector. Yeah, that's it's why a it's, a, it's a collector. It's a sipper. You're, you're, you're not going to want to share more than, you know, with, an ounce with, with a Glenn. With a, yeah. yeah. Just a little, nice little one ounce Glen Cannon yeah, pour just, and yep. sip it. Um, I, I, I like the architect because, you know, I, you know, I, I'm trying to build my Penelope collection, but honestly, you know, I can, I can think of a lot of bourbons I would drink over the Penelope. Yeah. If you're not a collector, I don't recommend buying the architect. Um, if, if you're, if you just like good bourbons to drink and you want to have a, have a higher dollar bourbon, I highly recommend the barrel strength. I think that, I think that was very tasty. Yeah, yeah, but I I would still I'd go get a, a chicken cock. Oh before, yeah, chicken cock, an old Forester, old Forester they're, they're, they're gonna be cheaper. They're gonna be well now if if it's, if it's if if you get this for retail, they're gonna be about the yeah, sixty dollars you know, range. Pick, but, you know a store right. pick. You know might have influenced that flavor just a little right. bit. You know it's not gonna be, you're gonna pay for that. Yep. So. All right. Well, great. Penelope's uh, are good. Yeah. I mean they're good. Well, that wraps up episode 16. 16, man. Who'd have thunk it? Huh? Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe I've stomached you this long. <laughs> no, we talk anyway, we, man. I, it was like uh, when what, it was uh, was it Saturday when we were watching the football game, and then we just started going off on a yeah. tangent on the side, and everybody's like, "Y'all aren't filming your podcast." Right? <laughs> they were like, "We should be filming this. We should be filming this." It was actually off the cuff, pretty good stuff. Yeah, we just have to hire a crew from now on, just yeah. to follow us around everywhere we go and and film us all the time because some of the best conversations we get into is. When we're not filming, right, right. I, I'm, I'm almost to the point where I only, I think we should just come in here and just. All right, what next, do you want to talk about? Next, next week, unscripted. Yeah, you want to do that? Let's next do it. week. Next week, unscripted. Unscripted. Because so, we, we actually hadn't talked about what we were going to do next week. Right. So next week, unscripted. Now we'll still give it to. We'll stick. We'll, we'll stick to our, our general outline. Yeah, yeah. general gonna, outline, but no notes, just yeah. unscripted, and and we'll just talk about what comes up. That's it. That sounds good. All right. I think sounds we'll do good. it. Sounds good. You got something to toast with? I do. Always, man. Always. If not, I got I, two. Yeah, we got, I'm, I'm sure we can find something. I still have this Ezra. Yeah, and I've still got a little bit of that Heaven Hill left. Yeah, we, we've been sipping on some strong stuff tonight. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, another good, good episode. Another. The dynasty's not done, man. Nah. It's not done. Uh, and and Alabama's dynasty's not done either. That's right. Oh, I thought you were talking about the bourbon. The bourbon buzz and volume. Our dynasty is <laughs> it's just beginning. Our dynasty is distilling right now. That's it's, right. It's aging. We're eight. We have, we're in the early early stages of aging. We just we just got barreled and put in the rickhouse. Right. Cowherd, look out. PFF, look out. Barstool, we're coming for you. Barstool, some big <laughs> you, names. Or Barstool, man. you coming for us? <laughs> I, might, <laughs> yeah. I might even have to fire up a stogie for next week's show since we're just going to be kicking back, chilling, and just talking. A stogie? I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I, we don't need you getting <laughs> sick on the podcast. <laughs> Not much of a stogie smoker anymore. All right, well, anyway, we'll see you next All week. Right, see Cheers. You. Cheers.